0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. I have taken it upon myself to host a little thing every Monday night to watch this uh, HBO show called The Anarchists.
1: First two episodes done. Watched them. Yeah?
0: Okay, good. Because I know Nicky's seen them. Sweet. So we can talk about that a little bit if you want. Um, But
2: Hey, no spoilers, though.
0: It does air Sunday nights. So Sunday nights after the show is over, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, is, I believe, when it airs on HBO Max,
1: whatever a, that is. As a true anarchist, I wait for it to hit the torrent sites and I pirate it.
0: <laughs> there is a reason why I host my viewing on Mondays instead of Sundays, outside of the fact that I'm here on Sunday yep. nights, right? But, um, you know, yeah.
1: So take that, HBO.
0: So Well, I mean, I don't, you know, if if you can afford it. You know, go ahead. I think you can get a free subscription for like thirty days or something. I don't know.
2: Or use somebody else's. Yeah.
0: Or piggyback on. You know, some there's ways for you to see it. I also know that at some point there were. Uh, at least the first episode was up on our favorite streaming platform, Odyssey. Yes. Which means it can never come down. Well, so I think they did take it down off Odyssey, but wow. how they on, do that? It's still on Library.
1: Okay. Right? Is that how? That's that's how that works. Okay. Yes. But once it's on, I the, think the, I don't know for a once fact, it's on I the blockchain. It's I supposed to be a permanent thing as long as people are
0: seeding it. I haven't tested it, right? so I can't okay. verify. Governments were given credible warnings about lockdown harms, but didn't listen.
2: Wow! They don't say. Yeah,
0: we've been saying this since well before they even did lockdowns. We're like, Just don't do it. And They did it anyway. I'll take obvious news reports for a 100- hundred. Uh, ding, ding, ding. It's the Daily Double. No, it's not. Uh, there is a rising awareness of government excess in violating freedoms and liberties. In a global survey of 52,000 people by the Democracy Perceptions Index, I don't know what that is, uh, in 50 of the 53 countries surveyed, people expressed net agreement that government has gone too far in limiting people's freedoms. In case you're wondering what net agreement is, that's agreement minus disagreement. Okay. (laughs) For those of you bad at math, I was told there'd be no math. So what's the gross agreement statistic then? (laughs) It's gross that people don't agree with the statement. Okay. In my opinion, anyway. Authorities and lockdown advocates accuse critics of 2020 hindsight and insist they did the best they could with limited information in the midst of a a once-in-a-century pandemic.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: Give me a break. Okay. Okay. Hold on. There has to be... Like, I want... I want to say there's a small benefit of the doubt there.
0: I feel like Free Talk Live, the radio program that you're listening to right now, is a bit of a, what do they call it, canary in the coal mine? Okay. So when Free Talk Live ceases to broadcast, that might mean something. That might mean that freedom of speech has actually ended here in the United States of America. It's already like I can't say whatever I want on this program. It's regulated. Yes. And so, like, I can't cost. I can't use certain uh, descriptive terms. I, you know, there's certain topics that we've uh, come to find out are taboo. Yep. And so, you know, while we're still much freer than everywhere else, we are still regulated. We are still unable to actually have free speech on this
1: program. And again, fair play. That's because we've chosen uh, terrestrial radio as the preferred medium right we can we can do an internet show we can do a podcast which we do i mean uh, free talk live is also a podcast Understood. and an internet stream but if you if you did that and uh for, shoot, for went for went right yeah the radio side of things you would you would remove all of those restrictions that are you currently find yourself. I so mean, there is the freedom to do those things
2: i think it's a good trade off i i think it's a, the most important thing is to reach as many ears as we possibly can yes. and not cussing and not being able to say certain words isn't really that big of a deal.
0: The actual full liquor license serving establishments, instead of going, hey guys, we got to get together and figure out how to step up our game because these guys are taking our customers and you know we're not seeing as much business as we used to. Instead of them getting together and innovating, coming up with new and unique ways to drive customers to their establishments, what do they do? Call in the state. Call in the state. Hey, daddy government, the breweries are taking our customers because they're doing the things that we were doing, and it's not fair. Force them out of business.
1: They don't have the license to do those things. I'm sorry, sir. You you can't do that without a license. It's weird, too, because I skimmed that article at one point, and there's something about, like, holding special events only once a week oh, yeah, or having parties it just once makes no a month. Sense. You're right. Like,
2: why does it matter?
0: Breweries are restricted to hosting 52 private parties per year, such as go. birthday parties or corporate events. Uh, New Jersey ABC makes it clear that it will allow patrons attending a private party to bring their own beer and wine to the events. Why a brewery would want to host a party where someone else's beer is served goes unexplained. All events, whether or not they are a special event or a private party, must manually be entered into the DABC website at least 10 days
1: in advance. So no surprise parties. got to be public information. Let's see what other crap they said they have.
0: If an event is not promoted or advertised, it apparently does not count against the 25 event cap, although it's unclear why a brewery would bother hosting weekly trivia if it can't tell its customer base when to show up. What is... The Free State Project.
2: Great question.
0: I I wonder. Like we talk about it here on the show. Let's
1: go to the authoritative source on the matter. <laughs>
0: the the True
1: Dork Times,
0: also known as the New York Times. Uh, this is my least one of my least favorite publications. I believe
1: the sentiment is shared amongst for unbiased reporting about the Free State Project.
0: <laughs> That's not what we're going to get here. I I'm just guessing. I haven't actually read this, but
2: I think it's great advertisement.
0: Uh, today's newsletter is a guest dispatch from Don Barry, never trust a man with two first names, Don Barry, who wrote in the New York Times Sunday about how the surprise victory of a hardcore libertarian movement in a small New Hampshire town led to a swift backlash and a harsh lesson in the importance of showing up to vote. Here, Dan explains the group behind the clash. Oh, is this the Croydon
1: thing? Dot, dot, dot. Or is that the next
0: article? Uh well let's see. Okay. For for nearly two decades now and without much national attention, restless libertarians is that are we restless libertarians? I i we're guess. just I
2: think they mean we're not lazy and we actually get things done.
1: My my preferred adjectives are handsome and wealthy.
0: <laughs> for nearly two decades now and without much national attention, handsome and wealthy libertarians everywhere have been relocating to New Hampshire. They are drawn less by the spectacular fall foliage than by a literal interpretation of the state motto, more often stamped on license plates than uttered in conversation, live free or die. Free staters are neighborly, productive folks from all walks of life, all ages, all creeds of colors, who are on a mission to prove that more liberty leads to more prosperity for everyone. After all, who's against liberty?
2: Hopefully no one. Except for the New York Times, clearly.
1: And a whole bunch of the natives here that want us gone.
0: Some people from Mass and some Vermonters and Bernie Sanders and, you know... I'm sorry, Bernie Slanders. The L is silent for most people. But it remains an open question whether the movement's interpretation of liberty, emphasizing individual rights over the common good, has gained significant traction. If it didn't gain significant traction, you wouldn't be publishing this frickin' article! Sorry. Mic drop. Kind of, <laughs> I would not drop this mic. It's it's like, I mean, I think my life is worth less than this microphone. These are pretty sweet mics. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, <laughs> it's an age It happens. Uh, in 2016, for example, the Free State Project announced with Fanfare that 20,000 people had signed a pledge to move to New Hampshire within the next five years and help create a, a society in which the maximum role of government... Would be nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, no. The maximum role would be to protect individual rights. People supporting guns rights, gay marriage, and fiscal conservatism are welcome. Racists,
1: bigots, and those promoting violence are not. I am of the opinion that as a project, right, we can objectively say that it has failed.
2: I mean, I wouldn't go that far.
1: Well, Mm. hear me out. The original the original goal, like here's what we're gonna do yeah. is to get twenty thousand people to sign and then within five years of of reaching the twenty thousand number, yep. those people were supposed to have moved. Right. And, and
2: it- I and I totally get your point there. But what I'm thinking is if so, if we did get twenty thousand people to move here and they came here and then nothing was really happening, to me that wouldn't be better than we have 6 7000 people here but we do have a lot of people that are doing a lot of really good activism sure. they're getting elected sure. they're they're passing bills they're making change so to me that's the important part
1: that might be the important part but there was a stated goal right so yeah. letter that of the goal okay. and it did to, not happen to the letter of the goal correct they did right. not they hit they hit the number in like february yep. of 2016 i went oh darn i've got to move now because i committed to move i got here in 2018 and then 2021 came and went, right? And that was like, that was the cutoff yep. for reaching the goal as well, stated initially.
2: I wonder how many people are here that aren't, because what, you have to sign something to say like, yep. I, I'm here. Yeah. Technically, I volunteer for the Free State Project. I'm the, the rep from the Monadnock region for new movers, but I just didn't sign and I don't yeah. even really consider myself. Yeah. Yeah. A free state. I I guess I kind of am. You,
0: I mean Whatever.
1: but but you are. In spirit.
2: Yes. yes. In spirit.
1: Yes. Right. I mean so I not, love the Free State as Project.
2: As I think it's great.
1: So I'm not again, I'm not knocking like the the movement itself. Right. right. Just that the stated goal was not
0: reached. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Sure. You know? I believe that there are far more liberty loving people, uh, anarchists, libertarians, voluntarists, whatever you want to call these people who have the desire to do it it is difficult to pick up your life and you know move across the country to some place you've never been before. Yeah. So from Hawaii, now, sight unseen. Yeah, well and I did the same from Seattle. Yeah. So Now I mean he's
2: got you beat in Hawaii though.
0: Well, I'll beat him in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's not a competition, right? Um, but what I do enjoy is that people are still coming. People are still oh, yeah, coming.
2: Absolutely. We,
0: we have these events that, that happen on the regular, not just here in Keene, but also in cities all around New Hampshire. Uh, all the different regions have designated representatives for the new movers, as you've pointed out. So people are still coming. People are still, they come to Porkfest and Forkfest. They listen to free talk live.
3: The early 1970s, I guess it was 1974 or so, I knew an aspiring young actor by the name of Larry Punch, who grew up in Dedham, Massachusetts, and moved actually to, to Nashville, New Hampshire. He was a very spirit, free-spirit young fellow, and um, he he moved there, and I didn't realize that, that New Hampshire was difficult, although I did see it on the license plate, live free or die. And that's probably been there for many decades, actually, on, on, on their license plates.
1: As soon as the but state I, got involved I, with the I, license plating. Excuse me? As soon as the state got involved with license plating.
3: Uh, yes, yes, I see. That's really an amazing long time. So I was, I was, I was, uh, but I didn't make the connection that you fellows are making right now with regard to a, to a, to, to this level of freedom, but any, in any case, Larry How long have you been listening actually, to this show? I've been listening to it for a couple of years, I guess. Maybe I don't know how long it's been on, I guess.
1: We've been pitching this level of freedom for quite some time, sir.
3: I oh, See, that's, that's pretty amazing because he told me that one day a policeman showed up at his door and it was actually to, to get a parking ticket paid that he had he had uh, uh, forgotten to pay. And I was pretty surprised about that because I grew up in Greenwood Lake, New York, about 50 miles northwest of New York City, and I'd never, never, ever heard of anything like that.
2: I mean, the bureaucrats in other states, I can't even believe that they're real people. They're almost like celebrities, like you can't... Actually, get in touch with these people.
0: Yeah, there's people I know in the Seattle area who, if they bumped into like the mayor of Seattle at like a ball game or something, they'd take a selfie, be like, Oh my gosh, i like, looking at me yeah. like that. And like, they didn't say anything. They just got a selfie and left. And they're like, Oh my God. And they feel like they met a celebrity. And like, no, you met a tyrant.
1: Yeah. yeah. Stop celebrating your own oppression. So, aside from the 101 reasons, like from moving here, it's obviously not perfect right part, oh, of the no, re- of course not. part of the reason the free state project exists is to improve upon the already you know mostly free situation yes right um however it's hard to describe because it's just different here right like that's the only thing you can say for some reason and i don't know if it's because of the state motto right you've got vermont massachusetts maine's kind of okay but for some reason like in between all of that it's just different here it, is. it, it yeah. feels different.
0: Yeah, it, it does. And I, the best way that I can explain it is, I mean, uh, the contrast for me, pretty stark, right? I went right. from a large, major metropolitan area filled with millions of people to a state which is just over a million people. Million yeah. and 1.3 or something like that. Something like that. Uh, for the whole state. So uh, things are farther apart Activist asks to lead satanic prayer at Florida high school football game.
1: If the Christians can do it, so can the satanists. Subheading.
0: After the Supreme Court sided with a high school football coach who prayed on the field, activist wants to lead satanic prayer at a Florida game. I'm for it. Yeah, me too.
2: I mean, I've heard of that a lot, too. Not the satanic thing, but there's a lot of sports teams will do like a group prayer, especially down south before the game.
0: Here's here's my point on it, though. Uh, If this is a public school and it is funded and run by the state, then there should be no prayers allowed at all.
1: Period. Okay. Separation of church and state. I hear you, and I might have a different take on the separation of church and state. Because I'm pretty sure it just says, like, we'll establish no religion. Right? And it's not that the Christian football coach is trying to turn the school Christian or establish his own religion. He's just exercising his religion.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you do so, have a point. Like, I wouldn't so, want to restrict somebody from participating in some religious ritual that they had to do, like, on the daily.
1: Like, if you're a public school student and you, like, say grace before lunch, right?
0: Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Well, or I mean- if you got to face east at some point during the day. Chaz Stevens, an atheist who founded the Mount Jab Church of Mars activist group nice. reached out to Broward County Schools asking to lead a satanic prayer at a football game at Deerfield Beach High School, which he attended. I wanted to give a prayer at the fifty yard line at my alma mater, he told Patch. I assume they're gonna let me I assume they're gonna tell me to kiss off. This all started when the US Supreme Court, aka the American Taliban, cited in favor of wow. a high school coach in Bremerton, Washington. And now he is allowed to give his prayer after the game.
1: Right, but he's also the coach. Like, he's affiliated with the school and the school's football team. And the Satanist, despite his best efforts, right, would at this point just be a fan.
2: Well, right. and so is the Satanist, Chaz, whatever his name is, yeah. is he, does he go to the school? Is he Alma an- mater,
1: graduate. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. He graduated has no current affiliation aside from being a graduate.
2: I mean, I would like it more if it was a student that sure. was like, "Listen, I'm a I'm a Satanist. This is my legit religion. I have the same rights as everybody else." It's just kind of weird that somebody that doesn't even go to the school anymore. I get the sentiment of it. Right. I totally yeah. get the point. And
1: let's let's talk and, for a and minute. And a student, if they were a student, right, would not just have a random prayer at the 50-yard line cuz he's not on the team. A Portland lesbian bar
0: shuts down after five days after opening for not being woke enough. They
1: eat their own. They totally eat their own. And not just because they're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Carry on. My wayward
0: son. Why don't you get your ass off the couch and get a goddamn job? That's an actual lyric. Aguar guar covered. Okay. Carry on my wayward son by by Kansas. And uh, in the in the middle of it, they kind of break down. And Odorous Jurungus, who's the lead singer guy, he he says that in the middle of the song. I, I, I bypassed
1: really the Guar documentary on the torrent sites, and you said I have to go back and watch oh, it. Yeah, so do do go back. It okay. is like even if you don't know who Guar is, it's I'm very familiar with Gwar. Who Gwar is. I'm talking to the listeners. Okay, even
0: if the listeners don't know who Guar is, it is the greatest band rock and roll documentary of all time, bar none. I'm not even kidding. It is okay. that wow. freaking good. It is the greatest band rock and roll band documentary of all time, bar none. Because of its because of its accuracy to
1: the, like the Guar legacy. Like, how it
0: just because it is. Okay. It, you you have to watch it to know. But when you do, you'll be like, yeah, okay, I can see. Okay. why he has this opinion. Um, Guar
1: on like the Jerry Springer show and all those little things like showing up
0: and yeah, Guar predates doing their thing. so many things, and they've been. Uh, They are, you'll find out in the documentary, but they're not just a band. They are an art collective. You must get your art approved by the woke mob just in case there's something wrong with it. Hey, you never know. It may have been painted by a straight white man. And apparently at a packed lesbian bar, you must take proper COVID measures, too. Doc Marie is the Portland lesbian bar we've come to speak about today forgot to do some of these things and now they're paying for their mistakes and apologizing to the woke mob you
2: that's the
1: saddest part they're apologizing
2: I'm so sick of these people like when back in the day if you didn't like an establishment or if you had an issue with it you just didn't go there you
0: left and went somewhere where you were comfortable
2: like I don't get why clearly there were over 200 people down the block. Clearly, somebody liked this bar.
1: Not the employees, though. That's the thing.
2: Well, they can get a different job.
1: Well, they, they want their they want ownership of the bar. That's the. I thing. don't
2: I don't get why they think they're entitled to that.
1: Because they're the employees. They do the work. They get the they get the products of their. But labor.
2: it's not. They don't own the business, though.
1: Yeah, unless they get it from the lesbian. Well, couple. just just wait. There's more. Uh,
0: and this looks like they're quoting something else. Maybe Instagram. Uh, It says, but the excitement about the new progressive hangout dissipated quickly. Within days, Doc Maurice found itself on the receiving end of accusations of not being inclusive enough for trans people and people of color. Despite mask mandates being lifted in Portland, patrons accused the bar of not implementing enough COVID safety measures. Patrons also claimed that Doc Maurice had culturally appropriative art on the walls.
4: It just turns me on listening to you every now and then you're all the way this way and and the the time you're all the way that way, isn't it? but I want to tell you something. You was talking about them words in the, that you can't say on the radio. Yeah,
0: please don't say them. Yeah, don't don't say any of them, please. Otherwise, we'll have I'm to. Not gonna, I'm okay. not
4: gonna. I'm gonna spell them and I'm gonna leave out a a, a letter. I uh, F- mm, just
0: look say just say at, the first at, letter of each one. Let's let's leave it at that.
4: S H blank T. Yep,
0: yep. Uh, I've got S. Uh, uh, H, P, uh, F H, C S H M blank and T, T. okay. All right.
4: S H blank T. Do you know where that came from?
0: <laughs> well, I know where it's going.
4: <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you what it did. They, they used to haul uh, back in the old days. You know, manure was a was a very uh, high product. You know. Yes. It, it still is. All it down the rivers and everything else for fertilizer. Yep. yep. And 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 the man would go and it had it in the bottom of the boat, and uh the man would go down there in the bottom of the boat with his lantern, the kerosene lantern. damn the boat would blow up. And they started saying, store high in transit. I was just going to
1: talk about, uh, like, it seems like there's a, like, L.A. County starting up with the mask mandate, Uh, Alameda County, they uh, they reinstate it. But the thing is, uh, I was in Oakland the other, like, I was in Oakland last week, and uh, it didn't seem like anyone was following it. It's kind of like when they try to instate
4: it in uh, Northern California where no one was following. That's kind of what happened here.
0: All three of us. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs)
2: I was just saying that's kind of what happened here. They reinstated the mask mandate in Keene, and nobody listened to Well, some people listened to it, but for the most part, most people most didn't people listen to it. it, and they did not get hassled for it.
1: I, similar sentiment. I, w- do I do would I would be curious as to how many people be be in that county. And, do you think they'll be able to pull it off in L.A. County? Pull um, off the mask? Eh, sure. Just take it off I your face.
0: That, it's California, so likely.
1: But no one's doing it now. All- well, I mean, only the most loyal of the cults. Are following it in alameda county that's a good um, sign I actually to- i don't know if it's anti-cult behavior though i think people have just been so worn down by it right that it has nothing to do with being anti-state or protest it's just like oh, I, I don't want to do it well i mean hopefully that is a good
0: sign like i would have thought that if there was anywhere in uh, the united states that could pull it off it would be like the greater la region
3: more information about the upcoming Civil War from um, psychics. Civil War, Ooh,
1: psychics. the boogaloo.
0: Wait, wait, wait! Psychics so, are telling you about the Civil War. What? What are these psychics saying, Sarah? I'm I'm dying to know.
3: Okay, one of the things that I've been catching from the uh, is that it's going to be the degenerates, the the psychos, or the whiff of of. Uh, That's who are going to be sacrificed in the civil war, which is good. It's kind
1: of like a... Sacrifice uh, to whom? Because I'd be cheering for those people.
0: Well, well, first of all, how do we know who
1: the riffraff, the psychos are? They're the ones who lose because they're... I was asking Sarah. I get it, but I'm answering anyway.
3: um, Well, they're kind of like, uh, I guess, the ones that have bad karmas or something that's going to get killed off
2: during the Civil War. Oh, so the government...
1: They're the riffraff and the degenerates. Oh, wouldn't it be great if the rapture just took away all of the government? Well,
2: that's what I've been praying for.
1: How would it though? Because there's a separation of church and state, right? All the government people are going to be left (laughs) behind because they're immune from it. Because they have to separate. (laughs) The joke's on them. Government is a religion. Oh, Sarah, go on. So that's
3: one thing, and then another thing is it's going to be the southern states. That's where the most of the civil war is going to happen.
0: Meet Florida Sheriff. Sounds uh. intimidating. This is from the AP. And it's, incredible news source. And it says, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. When a naked man in southwestern Florida recently raised a ruckus outside of his house and threatened a deputy with a kitchen knife. As a Florida man is wont to do. The SWAT team swooped in and apprehended him. Soon the after- SWAT team? <laughs> Florida Sheriff. <laughs> Soon afterward, Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marcheno stood on the man's driveway in combat gear for a news conference while the suspect went to the jailhouse that the sheriff likes to call the Marcheno
1: Motel. Photo op, you mean. Shows up after the battle's done in his camo gear. Yeah, full on. Okay. He's an oxygen stealer and a scumbag,
0: and I'm glad he's out of (laughs) here, Marcheno told reporters. He
2: said that on the record?
1: Florida sheriff. I'll say it again. Taking out Florida man.
0: He's an oxygen stealer and a scumbag,
1: and I'm glad he's out of here, Marcino told reporters. He might not be wrong. Like, we don't know. But you got a naked dude swinging a knife, right? Like, I don't know. Who I knows what know. kind of damage that could do? Well,
0: he he said he raised a ruckus. Didn't say anything, okay. but, you know. With a knife. He did threaten a deputy with a kitchen knife, so what? Okay. You know, with who, a kitchen knife? Like, like a steak knife or like, A you butter know, knife? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, was it a spork?